0: This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamieson. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Well, a warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia. I am Paul Jamison here. Thank you for hanging out with me today on the episode today. I actually want to share my takeaways From a recent event I went to here in my backyard, Uh, Go Impact Live was here in Alpharetta, Georgia, which is a suburb right outside of Atlanta. And uh, it was wonderfully put on by Dirt Monkey University and Jobber. Uh, They just did a very excellent job. It was uh, very organized and uh, a very um, great time for me. And uh, I love going to events like this because uh, you get to meet so many cool people and uh, learn a lot. So I'm gonna break down... Um, my takeaways from this event. But first, let's take a moment and thank today's show sponsor. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com backslash IM backslash industry backslash to receive 20% off your first six months. Folks, I have some exciting news. Before we uh, get into today's episode about my experience at the Go Impact Live event, Naylor Taliaferro, he is hosting a YouTube live panel with Brian's Lawn Maintenance, Brian Shane from Brian's Top Notch Lawn, um, Stan Genetic, Keith Kalfas, uh, Chaunce Daily Hustle, and B&B Lawn Care. Those are going to be the six guests, and uh, he's asked me to help uh, lead this event. I'll be uh, helping to, um, you know, be the moderator, the EMC, and uh, what this is going to be, it's going to be where we can ask any question we want. It's a live panel, and so you are invited. It's free in the in sense it's a part. Once you have your GIE ticket, uh, you'll have access to the conference room. It's going to be on Friday morning, October the eighteenth at nine o'clock a.m. So. Plan accordingly. I know Thursday night from 6 to 9 p.m. It's the big GIE rally, uh, but there's still plenty of time to go to that. Get to your hotel, get a good night's rest, uh, wake up and uh, get a cup of coffee, maybe that continental breakfast and uh, be back to the Expo Center by 9 o'clock a.m. Because that's an all-star, you know, that's a star-studded lineup right there. Stan Genetic, Keith Calfus, and then uh, Brian's Lawn Maintenance, Brian's Top Notch. Uh, which I'm excited for Brian because last year he wasn't able to make the GIE. So I know he's excited to redeem himself and uh, be there this year. Chance Daily Hustle and then B&B Lawn Care. And so you can mingle and hang out with us and then ask whatever questions you want. I'm actually going to be holding the mic and uh, walking around the room doing the question and answer. So um, just flag me down and then you can ask whatever question you want about business, about social media, about personal life, anything. We're going to open it up to any, any, any question. Um, so think about those questions and make plans. Uh, if you want to come out and meet or ask a question to uh, any of those um, influencers, it's going to be a fun event. That's Friday, October 18th at the GIE. Once you have your ticket, uh, you'll have access into the conference room. So it's free. I mean, the, the event that we're putting on is free uh, in the sense the ticket. Once you have your GIE ticket, then you'll have access uh, to the conference room. So it's the YouTube live event um, at the GIE Expo on Friday, October 18th at nine o'clock a.m. And I'll have more details coming soon about the conference room uh, number. I'm not as sure of that at the moment. I don't want to give out the wrong one, but uh, just stay tuned on Facebook. Of course, we'll have everything uh, posted there. All right. So my takeaways from the uh, Go Impact live event, and I love going to things like this because it's a great place to network. I got to uh, hang out quite a bit with my buddy, Felipe, even though we live here, both in Atlanta and he runs a uh, lawn care company and a fertilization company. And, um, you know, I have my landscaping company and we talk on the phone here and there, but there's something special about hanging out in person. And uh, I'm thankful for the power of technology um, that we, you know, we can text and call and DM and all that. And then there's definitely importance in all of that. Uh, But there's a dynamic when you're in person with somebody, those nonverbal communications and just the the fellowship of being live in a room with somebody. uh, There's a whole nother dimension of communication and and fellowship. And um, so I just love going to events like this. I got to hang out with many people. Keith Kalfas and his wife, Ashley, of course, were there. And I got to hang out with them quite a bit, um, not just at the event, but then they uh, swung through the studio and it was fun to uh, interview them and uh, hang out with them. So I want to do a little bit of takeaways. Now, here's what happened, folks. I took pages and pages and pages of notes, and we had these little goodie bags, and so I had put my notes in the goodie bag, um, and Felipe and I carpooled together. He picked me up in his truck, so when he dropped me off, there was two goodie bags in the truck, and I thought that I grabbed mine. Well, it was his, and he took like three, not, three lines of notes, <laughs> and so... My notes were in his goodie bag, which I don't have in front of me uh, because I wrote down all these awesome quotes that, you know, uh, are tweetable or whatever. I don't really use Twitter, um, but, uh, you know, they're good, good, like one liners. Um, But anyway, I I memorized a lot of what was said. And a lot of times a speaker, you'll forget what they'll share. Um, You know, five years later, you won't remember what you heard, but you'll remember how that person made you feel. You really will. And um, so anyway. Here's my takeaways. I'm going to start with David Nelson. I didn't know who he was before the uh, event, Um, but he is a uh, high school football coach in Texas, and uh, he's a speaker, and uh, he's a life coach, and he was just sharing how in our life, it was so powerful, that in our life, there's moments where we get traumatized. It could be, and he shared the example of how he kind of faced some abuse when he was a young kid, and his dad wasn't there for him while the abuser was taking advantage of him, his dad was gone. And he was defenseless. Well, fast forward a couple decades later, David Nelson, now his life's uh, purpose and mission is that he focuses on fatherlessness. And these young men that don't have fathers. He tries to be that father figure in their life. He tries to protect them and call them forth into the men that they were created to be. And he just challenged us, what was the damaging moment of our life? What was the traumatizing moment of our life? Because perhaps there's a redemption story to be written. And what seemed like the biggest tragedy and failure of our life Oftentimes, the Lord can take those and turn it uh, into something that can be a life's purpose or a life's mission in our life. And so we're actually going to have David Nelson uh, on the air one day with us, and I'm going to interview him. He was um, in the bathroom, and I was like, David, I I know it's weird. The man rule, I mean, you guys all know this. You never talk to a man in the bathroom. It's just you might. You just don't. You You really try to avoid eye contact. And if for whatever reason you do make eye contact, you look away right away. Like if you're just walking in and someone's washing their hands in the mirror, and you you accidentally look in the mirror and you guys make eye contact, you just look away. That's that's man code, you know, man rule number one: no eye contact, no conversations in the men's room, in the in the man's restroom. It just that's just the way it is. Now I'm not sure how it is for females, but I have a feeling they're probably chattery in there. Well, anyway, I'm in the bathroom. And, um, David's in the bathroom and I know you're not supposed to talk, but I said, Hey man, I said, great speech. And I said, uh, by the way, I have a podcast. Can I interview you? And he's like, the answer is yes. And he gave me his cell phone. And, uh, so we're going to get him on the show <laughs> because of the uh, courage, uh, to ask him, uh, to be a guest in the man's bathroom. So, <laughs> uh, if you are going to ever break that rule, I guess, you know, at least ask someone to be, uh, on the podcast. Another speaker that was there was Phil Saros. And uh, we're definitely going to plan on getting Phil on the uh, show. This man is full of wisdom and he shared so many things that that really uh, touched my heart. But one thing he was sharing about was like as entrepreneurs as small business owners, we're not supposed to be sick and tired. We're not supposed to be all worn out. Like we should, our businesses should serve us in the way that we're healthy and we're vibrant and He shared many things from his life story to one that really inspired me is his love for fitness and going to the gym. And uh, I've been in a a cycle lately of I've been more consistent with uh, getting into the gym. And I don't necessarily do these crazy workouts like I used to when I had a personal trainer. And I mean, I'd be, man, I would just do some workouts back in the day. Right now, I'm doing a little bit more simple, you know, kind of easing back into it because of my injury in my knee and my shoulder. But Phil pumped me up to get back into the gym and he shared a powerful story of how he was doing. And forgive me, Phil, if the numbers are wrong, but I think he was doing 1.5 million in revenue. However, his profit margins was only 20%. Now, for some of you listening, you're like, man, I wish I was hitting 20% profit margins. But for Phil, he was stretched thin. He was worn out and he was uh, the rat in the wheel that I often talk about on air that we don't want to be. He was, and so then the next year he cut his revenues in half. Uh, partially, it was intentionally, and the other half it was you know 2008 uh, when our uh, economy um, took the took the hit. Well, any, nevertheless, his revenues went down to 750 thousand, but he was extremely intentional about his numbers. And that's something we share about on this show all the time about being intentional to know our numbers and to quote jobs at a profit margin that's beneficial to us. So he just went all in on this 40% profit margin. And when he would assemble his quotes, he and, and when we get him on the air, I'll have him explain how he does it because he was very clear when he submitted the quote and he took into calculation, something's going to go wrong. Something's not going to go smooth as we think it is. And he calculated that into his quote with a 40% profit margin. And he began hitting, getting these jobs and doing these jobs and making a 40% profit margin. So mathematically, he only did $750,000 in revenue with his landscaping business, which is right here in my, literally we live in the same city, the same suburb, Phil and I. So I'm going to see if I can get him in studio here. Well, long story short, he made the same amount of money. 1.5 million revenue at 20% profit margins. But then the next year, 750,000, but you're like, well, that's only half. He made the same exact amount because he hit a 40% profit margin. And oftentimes, folks, we brag about top line. We brag about how many trucks we have and how big our crew is and how busy we are. But it's all in vain if we're not profitable. And so sometimes scaling back a little bit, On top line revenue to hit a higher bottom line profit, we can do less work and make more money. That was a great message uh, by Phil Saros. We also heard from Stan Genetic, which I've watched many of uh, Stan's YouTube videos. So I was, you know, the most familiar with Stan and Keith because of their uh, YouTube and Instagram presence. Well, Stan, as always, he shared his phrase that I just love. He said, The riches are in the niches. The riches are in the niches. And there was a beautiful tapestry because Phil would say something, Stan would say something, and just everyone would just say something that all kind of had this tapestry together. But one of the themes for me and my takeaways was bottom line, profit, numbers. When I get out of bed in the morning, I wanna be fruitful, I wanna be productive. I want to go to bed that night knowing, yes, I worked hard, but there's something to show for it. There's something that I have that I didn't have earlier because of the work that I put in, but I got the maximum out of that. And as Phil was sharing, our quotes need to be accurate. If we're going to hit a 40% profit margin, we need to really hone in how we assemble our quotes and how we calculate the job's going to go because it's never going to go as smooth as we think it's going to go. And Stan reminded us that the riches are in the niches. What niche do you specialize in? Is there a a wheelhouse that you have that you can charge more for? And it really challenged me to really focus in on what specialty services I can offer at premium pricing. (laughs) It's now time for this week's Jobber Minute. I want to get more online reviews to improve my presence on search engines like Google. What's the best way I can get reviews from my customers? You're absolutely right that having more online reviews is going to help boost your online presence. In fact, we've spoken with customers who've used Jobber to get more online reviews and now have a stronger web presence than larger businesses who are spending way more money on marketing. So, to get more reviews, assuming you're already delivering great customer service and doing excellent work, you have to ask for them. We've got a two-step client review process that's very repeatable. First, right after a job is complete, use Jobber's automated follow-up email to thank the client for their business and ask them to fill in a short survey that's built into our software. Clients will appreciate the professionalism of this and it allows you to collect great internal feedback. Step two is to look at the clients who've given positive feedback on that survey and send them a link to either your Google Business, Yelp, or Facebook page, and politely ask them for a review. Again, you can do all this through Jobber using professional branded email templates. Make it easy for your clients to leave reviews and send that follow-up while the job is still fresh in their minds. That's the key, and good luck. But these little nuggets and takeaways that I've been sharing are just a small part of the pie. I mean, Stan shared many more great things, and we hope to have him on the show one of these days. Of course, Phil uh, lives right down the street from me, so we'll have him on the show, and we can go more elaborate into how he puts together his quotes. And uh, David Nelson, of course, (laughs) is going to be on the show uh, at one point. Probably I'll do him remotely, but uh, he lives right outside of Houston, and I think i got a trip planned there um, in the near future. So who knows? Maybe I'll take my mixer and— my equipment. And uh, we can do a show there as well. Uh, Callie Taylor, she's a part of the Dirt Monkey University team as well. And I didn't get a chance to talk to her uh, there, but uh, I will probably reach out to her at some point. And uh, I'm sure I'll meet her at GAE or somewhere. Maybe we can get her on the show. Uh, But she was talking about the importance of our friendships. And we've talked about this on the show many of times that we are kind of the sum of those five influential people in our circle, in our life. And who are those five people in your life? Who influences you? And she shared how people influence her at the, um, at the gym she goes to where she trains and at um, her church and in her business. And who are those five people in our life that are influencing us? Because I want to be around people who are, have more understanding, knowledge, and wisdom than me in their finances, in their character, in running their business. And I'm so thankful. I, I have uh, my one buddy, Rich, who I'm constantly calling him. He's constantly calling me. Now, He's, we've had him on the show before, but you know he knows a lot more about business than me because he's got a lot more years of experience than me and He's made a lot more mistakes than me and he just he has he has wisdom knowledge and understanding so I'm constantly picking his brain and you know he's growing me, stretching me uh, to mature and just to stay hungry and to stay wanting to learn uh, but we have to be careful because there's some people in our life that they might need to be cut out or at least minimize how much time we're spending with them uh, because those five closest people to us are going to Influence uh, who we become. Another speaker at the event was Graham Audenhart, and uh, he's actually a painter. And uh, he was there because uh, Jobber was hosting the event, and uh, he was actually Jobber's first customer. And uh, just talked about how uh, you know good it is to use a software like Jobber because you can get you know paid immediately, and it really streamlines your business um, to to run uh, professionally when you're in a service uh, business. Uh, but Graham also had a message to share of his story and painting. And it really uh, kind of woke me up because there was a season in Graham's life. And I talked to him outside the bathroom in the hallway and he said he'd be on the show, but he was at the highest of heights. He was on the top of the mountain and business was booming and they were painting so many, you know, commercial sites and, and making a ridiculous amount of money and things were good. But why things were good Graham didn't pay off his debt he had a pile of debt that was sitting around like a pet and the money was booming the money was just flowing in and instead of saying wait a second let's get rid of this debt while we got the opportunity to get it get rid of it he didn't and then right around the corner disaster struck things got tough and the money dried up and Next thing you know, he didn't have the money anymore, but he still had the debt. And that created all kind of fear and negative emotions, depression, and just a a heaviness in his life. And thankfully, the story didn't end there. He got another breakthrough, bounced back, and uh, was able to pay off the debt. And we'll have him on air and share the story. But my takeaway was, and it was just so much motivation to me because I've shared on the air before my personal story that I still have some debt in my life. And with aggression, I am paying it off. It takes obviously simplifying our lifestyle and living as frugally as possible. So we're not wasting money on unnecessary uh, purchases Then also making as much money as we can so that we have the surplus to pay off that debt because interest that we're paying to another company is making them richer and us poor. Uh, but I want to be on the other side of the equation where my hard-earned money is being invested and it's earning interest and, and building wealth rather than uh, you know being in debt and being uh, in that reverse. So his story was just, I mean, it was uh, very vulnerable for him to share the way he did. Uh, but most importantly, it was a great reminder from uh, Graham not I hope I'm saying your last name right, Graham, to pay off debt and uh, definitely pump me up to uh, continue paying off debt. Of course, we heard from Keith Kalfas and uh, he shared his message on marketing and uh, it's just full of enthusiasm and uh, energy as he had all the, the whiteboard, just kept filling it up with ways that we can market and ways uh, Keith shared how he's been using virtual assistants to, you know, our time is so valuable. And a lot of people that listen to the show, some guys are just solo. They just like to control their own schedule and just go do, you know, cut that grass and make that cash or do whatever kind of work it is. And uh, other people, you know, that listen to me have millions of dollars in revenue a year in teams and Keith's kind of in between where he kind of started by himself and then he slowly has grown and grown and grown and he can't handle all the service, you know, of, cleaning the windows and pruning the trees all by himself while trying to do his internet business and all of this. So he's been learning how to delegate and he shared some of uh, the ways that he personally delegates in his business and specifically how he uses the internet to market. And it was really intriguing. um, The tips, hacks and tricks that Keith was sharing with us about his marketing strategies. And a lot of this marketing can be done for free um, and then there is ways to pay for it, but the better we are that marketing, you know, the more customers that we have, um, potentially coming in and then we can charge, you know, more premium prices and, and get the best of the best. Uh, but we still need that pipeline of customers coming in and, and just the power of marketing our brand services and businesses is so important. And, uh, Keith is definitely, uh, growing into becoming an expert marketer. And so I really uh, enjoyed, uh, his message on, uh, marketing. And then of course, uh, Keith, you know, and his wife, Ashley sat here in studio. If you haven't checked out those, um, three, it was a three parts that I put out our conversation because we chatted for an hour and a half, even though I told Keith, I was like, I got an hour max. Uh, cause I had a bunch of work to do for my uh, broadcasting career. Uh, we ended up chatting for an hour and a half. It was so good. Uh, and I chopped that up into three episodes. So if you haven't checked those out, uh, you can listen to those. Uh, let's see here. We had Kathleen Edelman at the event as well. I did not know who she was, uh, but she is an author uh, here in Atlanta, actually. And she shared, and this was very interesting, about the four human temperaments. And I've heard a lot of people talk about the the Myers-Briggs and the, uh, what's that one, Mr. Producer, that all these people are talking about? You don't know what I'm talking about. Well, they're like, you're a number five or you're a number seven. Enneagram, I think that's it, Yeah. Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, and there's all these different ways to study personalities and human temperaments and it's really important. See, I used to be skeptical about all this stuff, but now I'm really uh paying attention to it because when we communicate with our customers, you know, when I'm standing in a driveway talking to a mother of four kids and her husband's a multimillionaire and um or, you know, or I'm talking to a mother of one kid, and they're on a tighter budget. Um, we need to learn how to understand this person's temperaments, their personality, their life circumstance, because we have a service that we're providing. And we can't just talk to everybody the same exact way, because not everybody is wired the same. And so it's important, whether it's our team members, or our customers that we learn as much as we can about their personality. And then of course we have to communicate, well, here's the service we're providing. Here's how much it's going to cost you. Here's when we're going to be uh, starting the job, when we're finishing the job, here's how you pay us. Like there's all these things that we need to communicate with clarity. But if I'm talking to a 55 year old CEO of a billion dollar company and you know, I need, to, I need to talk in a way which I'll understand his personality and then I'll understand how I can communicate this very crisp, clear, and concise. But that mother of two, you know, with holding two babies and, you know, the phone's ringing and th- there's just a whole other situation, I need to learn how to communicate with them because it might be a little bit different. And so really understanding what our personality and human temperament is and then others will help us to be uh, better uh, communicators and more effective in our communication, so we don't have those misunderstandings and miscommunications. But uh, that we are um, sharp in the way that we communicate. So I think that was everyone. We had Graham Ardenhart, the painter, We had uh, Kelly uh, Taylor and uh, Taylor and uh, Phil Saros and Stan Genetic from the um, Dirt Monkey team, and then uh, we had Ed. And Moray and uh, Molly was there from Jobber. Uh, they they kind of hosted the event and uh, they shared with us um, about the Jobber app, uh, which they are a sponsor of this show and we appreciate them. And then, of course, we had Keith Calfus, Kathleen Edelman, and David Nelson. So it was a really good event. And like I said earlier, these events, it's good to, you know, digest the knowledge that a speaker is sharing. Uh, but my favorite part of these events is just what happens um, when the sessions are you know, in between, or we're just having kind of meet and greet time and and talking to other people. I was talking to several other uh, lawn care owners and landscapers, and we're just talking about our pricing and our teams and just what we're learning. And it's just those conversations are so rich because, you know, I have some friends, but when we talk, we're talking about the Cleveland Browns football team, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. I I love my Cleveland Browns, but it's good to be in those environments where. We can talk with people that are in our industry and that have the same focus on us of of making money, bottom line profit, money in the bank. And uh, to have those conversations with people that understand us and understand what it takes to run a small business, uh, it's so important. And so I uh, had a great time at the event and uh, I look forward to uh, seeing everybody again uh, coming up at GIE. Well, thanks for listening to today's show. And as always, I'll tell you what, folks, we need some reviews. It has been a minute since we've had somebody uh, write a review. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, In iTunes, there's a little blue button that says write a review. If you write a review, it uh, means a lot to me. It just tells me, uh, you know, some feedback on the show and uh, how you're liking it, what what could be improved or whatever. Uh, I appreciate all that feedback. And then it's a five-star rating in iTunes. If you'd also drop uh, however many stars you think the show's worth, uh, it really helps out in the iTunes algorithm uh, to help us get discovered in there as people are dropping ratings and reviews. So uh, please do that if you can. And uh, thanks again for listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Don't forget, get your GIE tickets, and uh, hopefully I'll be seeing you in Louisville, Kentucky, October 16th through 18th, 2019. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast was brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Start a free trial or sign up today to receive 20% off your first six months. Find out more at getjobber.com backslash IM backslash green industry backslash. And that link can also be found in today's show's notes.